Hello, welcome to The Circle Makers. This is a podcast for dreamers and believers that are ready to pray circles with boldness and specificity around their lives. My name is Rachel, and I will be on this journey with you to enrich our prayer walks and our faith lives. All right, let's dive in. can tell by the title this week we're talking about dreams if you're anything like me you might have a complicated life or history in regards to dreaming or even just being a dreamer um i have mentioned before i used to fear speaking my dreams the specific and bold aspirations that were placed on my heart um i thought if i actualized them before god he might take them away from me forever. (laughs) And I know that's, that's an irrational thought. Like I know that now, but when I was a kid and even in high school, I I was hearing from every faith related institution and person in my life that I needed to give something up in order to be with God, in order to be um, his child. Uh, You need to sacrifice your life for God, lay down your life for God. If you're not giving up everything for God, are you really serving him? Now, whether or not I actually heard those exact phrases or I dramatized them in my immature and very imaginative brain, I I don't know. I can't tell you. Um, And it was so long ago, I think I've blocked most of that out. Um, I really did fear that laying down my gifts before God, my talents, these passions that I had on my heart, you know, this desire to be an actor, um, entirely meant that I was supposed to give everything up and go and become a missionary in Africa. I thought that was the only way that I could serve God. Thank goodness that, you know, I know now (laughs) that not everyone is called to be a missionary. I truly don't know if my work is meant to be you know, traveling overseas or anything like that. But I know right now that my daily life um, is where I'm supposed to live. I'm supposed to, I'm being asked to live in the moment. Um, But again, you know, I thought I'm supposed to give up everything that is mine because it's it's a gift from god like he he made me created me so in turn i really own nothing which is true i don't think that i own anything on this earth i think that he has truly gifted me with all of my abilities and my talents and the job that i have and the friends that i have and it is you know my responsibility to take care of those things and those relationships and um build into them um But, you know, being young and being naive and taking something and running with it, I was very, very imaginatively wild. And I really feared that my dreams would never come true. So I stopped myself from dreaming. 
I thought that if I had kept myself from dreaming wild things that were probably never meant to come true for a goody little Christian girl like myself uh, if I thought realistically about life and who made it as an actor uh, that I wouldn't be let down if my dreams never even came close to becoming true. I wouldn't even let myself um, admit to people that I hoped to one day be on Broadway. Um, whenever people asked me what the ultimate dream was, uh, you know, being act- being an actor, I just told them. Um, I just, I wanted to tell stories, um, which is true. I wanted to tell stories, but I wouldn't let myself get specific. I, I never dared let myself utter the words, you know, originate a leading role in a musical on Broadway or anything of the sort. Um, most of my life, I thought I was being a realist. And by the world's terms, maybe I was. And let's be real, I thought I was being smart. I thought if I let myself believe in my dreams and they didn't come true, that I would look foolish. If this is you, if you feel like you have to hold on to your dreams so tightly because you're afraid of them possibly never coming to fruition, I hope you'll listen to this entire episode because I can sit here today and speak to you and tell you that my heart is in a completely different place and it has changed drastically since I was a kid. I would now definitively say that I'm a dreamer. Um, so let's refer back to Mark Batterson's book, um, The Circle Maker. I've talked about it afore- before on the pod, and if you're wondering what on this good green earth is a circle maker um, or what this book is about, um, I talk about it in episode one. So hint, hint, you should go back and check it out if you haven't. Um, and I haven't fully talked about what it means to draw a circle in prayer. I thought it was important to to address our dreams and specificity first because I feel like that sets up um, how, like how to step into drawing a circle in prayer when we know what we're praying about, basically. Um, Mark opens uh, one of the chapters in his books by writing, drawing prayer circles often looks like an exercise in foolishness, but that's faith. Faith is the willingness to look foolish. Mark talks about how he feels connected um, to praying over something and physically walking while praying. And that's not for everyone, but a lot of his prayers that he mentions in The Circle Maker have something to do with gaining more buildings to build the church community of the National Community Church in Washington, D.C., where he uh, he leads as a as a pastor on the team, um, which in my mind, if you're walking around a building and praying over it the same time, pray, like physically praying circles, drawing prayer circles, if you're looking to physically gain a piece of land, I mean that totally makes sense in my mind. But what about other dreams? Like, what about the dreams that aren't so tangible? So when I first started reading Mark's book, I started praying over my dreams. 
And what I've been specifically praying over is that I would get representation with an agency and start working in film and TV professionally upon graduation. And the reason why I started praying those things is, first of all, as an actor, that's, you know, those are things that I desire. You know, they help, they can help your um, career some uh, and for you to make connections and network and all that fun stuff. And especially in the time of COVID, it's a little bit harder, but um, it was truly something that I've, I've desired it for a long time. And I thought, why not pray for it? But when I started praying for it, I felt guilty. I had never really asked for anything that I wanted. Sure, I had prayed over problems or like people that were sick, but I had never prayed for my dreams. This was the first time. I felt foolish. I felt like I was asking for something that wasn't meant to be mine. I I felt like it was just a transactional prayer, like I was swiping a credit card um, that was just racking up a total that, you know, I'd have to pay on later on in life, um, that I'd have to pay back, you know. But I prayed. I wanted to be faithful to that. I, I, I prayed for and I praised through. I said, God, please give me representation with an agency for me to begin working in film professionally upon graduation. Um, I would say, I would pray along with that. I would say, God, you know my heart and you know that I, I seek stability and um, this career is quite the unstable one. I, you know that um, I like for things to be in control and for it to be heading in a certain direction and um, Granted, if this is something that you don't want me <laughs> to have in my life, um, then I'll stop praying over it. But God, I, I want to be faithful and asking for this. And then I started praying that if if I was truly asking for this thing out of selfish ambition and it wasn't a part of his plan for me, that he'd remove that desire from my heart. And then I started to do something radical that Mark talks about in his book. Something that is, I think, is essential to our faith walk and our prayer walk and our prayer lives and our relationship with the Lord. I started to pray through. So I started to pray, God, thank you for giving me representation with an agency and giving me work professionally in film upon graduation. Thank you, God. You are so good. Was I graduated? No. Had I gotten representation yet? No. Was I working in film professionally? No. <laughs> but God is already on the other side of this. He already knows what's going to happen. And if it isn't a part of his plan, whatever he has planned for me and you is going to be greater than anything we could ever imagine. In Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. 
Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. He wants to prosper you. He wants you to live. If he has created your heart and knows the dreams upon your very soul and seeks to prosper you for you to live life to the fullest, why would he not be for your dreams? We always feel like we're risking something big when we dream big. We feel foolish. We feel like like our heart is on the line. But we must be faithful. In order for God to fulfill the dreams of your heart, you have to ask. In last week's uh, scripture in Luke 11, 9 through 10, it says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. I was reading over um, a few verses in uh, Matthew chapter 6 this last week. Uh, It's a part of a devotional I was doing, and I, I felt compelled to share it with you today. It it really encourages me to not be anxious about those things, those dreams that are on my heart. Um, so this is Matthew 6, starting in verse 28. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? I just really loved that imagery, thinking about my dreams and... um, how much I worry about them, how much I want to be in control of them. And I spent so much of my life trying to hold on to them with such a a white-knuckled grasp when really I should be sitting before God, (laughs) open palms, ready to have him use them in any way that he can for his glory, for for his love, for his peace and joy to be spread to other people. That is my hope. That is my prayer. And it's one of the prayers that, um, one of the big prayers I have for this podcast. Um, I'm going to share with you all something that I have been dreaming and praying about. Um, if you've listened from the start, I'm eager to have guests speak on this platform regarding prayer and their testimonies. Um, and in the spirit of vulnerability, uh, <laughs> I've felt discouraged lately. The first person I asked to do this, someone I was really excited about, um, that I was really hoping to get to know better, um, actually said no. and. I, I, I could totally understand why and I could see why and it, 
I um, respected uh, their no and I just said thank you for that like I, I appreciate you telling me a little bit on why and um, and it makes sense um, but I was still discouraged I was really hoping that you know they could be involved with this but I've just been I've just been praying since then and praying over this season that God will provide people that can come alongside me can come alongside you can share their their testimonies on how their relationship has been furthered and their joy has been expanded through their prayer walks and lives. Um, I know God's going to do some amazing things. I know he's going to move in some powerful ways. I am just waiting expectantly (laughs) and trusting, um, and I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but that's my word for the year. It's trust. Um, so maybe you can put your faith in the Lord and trust in him tonight. Maybe voice something that you have been worrying about, a dream, um, a hope that is on your heart. And maybe with specificity specificity oh my goodness and a little bit of boldness you you can start stepping into asking him for that thing and praying and praising through um i didn't want this episode to um go very long because i really wanted these episodes to be like 15 minutes tops so i'm trying to be better and not (laughs) jab a whole lot but i still want to pray over you um i think it is good for me to practice praying over you even if you are not in person with me um i adore each and every one of you i'd love to hear um how god is working in your life through prayer um uh, whether or not it has anything to do with this podcast, um, I this is very much uh, a journey of growth for me as it is, you know, for anybody else who might be walking through this time um, and coming alongside me. Uh, I'm I'm so excited for the journey. It's gonna be and ex- it's gonna be so great. Um, we'll continue to be talking about dreams next week um, because I feel like there's a lot that goes into it, and there's so many more ideas here that we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about what it means to draw a prayer circle, like Mark Batterson talks about, and what a Jericho is, and how um, when we are weak, we are actually strong. And I'm so excited to share all of that with you. Um, But we'll have to wait to talk about more dreams until next week. So let us bow our heads um, and prepare uh, our hearts for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for every person who has come to this podcast. I thank you for their heart. I thank you for their spirit. I thank you for their vulnerability to just sit here with me. That takes vulnerability, God. And uh, uh, I just thank you for their openness. I thank you for the dreams on their hearts. I thank you that you are for us. You are not against us. You you want us to prosper. You have plans for us to prosper. You want us to live a full life, a joyful life, a peaceful life. Um, we know that there are things in this life that are hard, But God, you make everything that is 
and seems impossible possible. God, you are the mountain mover. If you can move mountains, if you can bring quail raining on the Israelites, um, if you can help the Israelites conquer the land of Canaan by bringing the walls of Jericho down, God, you can bring our our dreams that are beyond our, our ability to complete, you can bring them to fruition, God. God, would you propel us forward into this new week? Um, even though we're meeting in the middle of the week, this is a Wednesday. <laughs> um, I pray that you would propel us forward with excitement and expectation waiting and resting and knowing that you have something incredible planned for each and every person that you have created. God, I pray that we would be bold in our asks, that we would not be afraid to ask for what is truly on our hearts. And God, we know that if we continue to delight ourselves in you, like it says in Psalm 37, delight yourself in the Lord and you will you will be given the desires of your heart. We know that if we delight ourselves in you, that you will give us the dreams on our hearts. And God, we also know that you have the capability to change our dreams if they do not align with your plans and purposes for our life. Because you want us to, again, like we have read earlier, that you want us to prosper. You want us to live and live for eternity. I, again, just thank you for every soul who is listening to this. I thank you. I thank you again for their hearts. God, I just think, I can't thank you enough. It means so much to me that people are coming alongside me in this journey. Um, I get excited to pray over people. I am, I get excited to share, um, share the things that I've been learning and to continue to discover new things upon you. I thank you for the trials that I have faced in this past week, um, the discouragement, God, and I thank you for giving me the diligence to push through that. God, it, that was all from you. It was not me. I was not diligent. I wanted to give up. I wanted to throw in the towel. I didn't want to meet you every single morning. And God, yet you brought me to you. It is by your grace and by your Holy Spirit that you have continued to sustain me. God, I pray that you would continue to renew us day by day, as it says in 2 Corinthians 4, 16. Um, therefore, we, we, do not, we do not give up um, for you renew us day by day. God, I pray that you would renew every person. You would rejuvenate them. You would revive them. You would restore them. God, that you would just bring a revival for each person that is listening to this, that if they are feeling stale and stagnant, God, that you would bring them out of that, that you would propel them. God, launch them into this, into the rest of their week and that they would come to you open, open hands, expectant hearts, ready to see the exciting things and the ways that you're going to move. God, I know you have an amazing purpose, an amazing plan for every person who is listening to this. Uh, and I pray that they would not be afraid to actualize those dreams and those hopes with you. 
God, you are the amazing creator. God, you are good always. God, we praise you and we thank you for meeting us in this time. We thank you for your awesome power. And we thank you for the way that you love us. God, you love us so much. You love us so much that you would want to see us thrive and flourish. I pray that if there are any weak hearts listening to this right now, God, that you would bring your Holy Spirit, the hand of the Holy Spirit to comfort and soothe and calm each and every person's heart that feels restless, that feels distraught, that feels devastated, or in a time of need, God, that you would calm their heart, soothe that pain, allow them to mourn if it is a time to grieve. And God, within your healing power, would you also give them the peace that passes that surpasses all understanding, all description, that defies all logic, God. We can come to you in any hour of need, and we thank you for your graciousness in that. May each person be able to meet you in some way this week and be able to see how you are working in their life. God, we thank you for the way that you have blessed us and for the things that we have that, that we have earned with the talents and the gifts that you have given us. We pray that we would honor you in that. In your son's name I pray, amen. Thank you again for meeting with me. I, I can't even begin to tell you how much this means to me. I mean, I've voiced it before. It just it means a lot that you would sit here and experience this time of growth. It really has been a growth spurt for me over these past few months. And just to pray, it's so exciting. <laughs> I'm, I get so excited to pray over you and... um and to pray with you in person uh, when I get those one-on-ones. And no, they're not here specifically on the podcast. But I, I just got to tell you, every single one of you, all of my friends who are listening to this, like I get excited to pray over you and with you. It excites me. Um, because it brings us closer together in relationship with each other and in relationship with the Lord. I'm so grateful for every one of you, um, and I love you lots. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and walk in love. I'll see you next week. Bye.